Hi, it's me, back at it again. My, I'm trying to make this, like, before my heart starts hurting. Like, I'm not, like, my heart isn't hurting, but my new meds just make me, like, dizzy. And, like, yesterday I tried to make another one in the afternoon, but, like, I, talking just, I would get out of breath. And I feel like if I do this later, I'm going to be breathing really hard, so... We're going to start it right now, early in the morning, just as usual, before, like, my meds totally kick in all the way. So, today I I am going to talk about self-harm, because I feel like nobody has the right answer. Well, at least medical professionals don't have the right answer, and... I've done a lot of research trying to see what doctors say about it, and they say, like, oh, it's a release, it helps with, like, anger, and it makes you comfortable, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, they're kind of right. Like, I I will give that to them. Um, like, I looked on Reddit. I know that's not, like, a helpful source, but at the same time, I feel like with self-harm, Reddit is way better than what they say on, like, medical stuff, like, research, because... If you go on Reddit, you hear personal stories about why they self-harm. So it gives you, like, multiple perspectives on why people self-harm. Like, I read some stories on Reddit and, like, it didn't... I didn't, like, relate to it at all. And then other things, like, I read other things and I totally agree with it. Like, for example, I didn't do it for a release. I did it because I was addicted okay, like, I was addicted to the scars, and also, like, I've, I just thought about it all day, like, it was just on my mind all day, because, like, I felt like nothing, like, I felt like it wasn't a relief, it was actually kind of the opposite, I felt like I had nothing, like, and it wasn't for me to have, like, a high or anything, it's just, like, I felt like it was the only thing that made me... Like, it felt like it fit my position on where I was living at, like, how my life was. Like, it, I wasn't doing drugs or anything, so, like, really, it was, like, my only way to, like, focus something. Like, it separated my focus away from my disorders and, like, depression and stuff. Like, I would always sit in the bath, and it was, like, my time, okay? Like, this is my special time every night turn off the lights, put on my speaker, and it has a rainbow light, so you can see a little bit, um, and then, you know, sometimes, I, most of the time, I did use a razor blade, because that's a classic, it's really easy to use, and I think I only used razor blades in the bathtub, I know I definitely use lighters, and, but, uh, in other places, I, if I had to get creative, then, like, yeah, I, would use something else besides a razor blade, but if I have the opportunity to just use a razor blade or, like, um, or, like, a lighter or something, then, like, fuck it, like, that's my weapon of choice. Um, like, the reason why I did it is, like, like, when I first started, like, I had a few scars, probably, like, 20, and then I realized I liked it. And then 
The next day it would be 30. The next day it would be 40. And it would just keep on escalating. And it came to a point where I got bothered if I didn't have a space that had no scars. So I tried to fill in every gap that I could with scars. See, I wasn't trying to do a relief or anything. Like At that point, I was just addicted to the scars. And I was actually explaining this to my friend, like, earlier that, like, I hated when these people, like, I gotta tell you this, if you see someone with a bunch of lacerations that are straight and in, like, a good pattern or it's very consistent, like, it's not really random and it's, like, multiple, like, at least, like, like, it's multiple or it's parallel or it's, like, the lines are too straight, okay? Like, you don't know what would cut you besides self-harm. And I hate when people go, hey, what what happened? Like, what happened to you? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's like, no shit, Sherlock. Like, we understand. Like, I don't know. Like, my legs are lacerated and my arms are lacerated and they look like cuts. Like, do you really think my cat scratched me a thousand times? No. They didn't scratch me a thousand times. I was just really into cutting. And cutting isn't the only option. Cutting and burning aren't the only options. Like, there's so many different ways that people have used to self-harm. Like, I know people... Like, for example, here's one that I'd do. I would get a brick wall and then I'd punch the... I wouldn't punch the wall. I'd put a lot of pressure on the brick wall and then sprint and drag my skin off the and try to peel off my skin off my knuckles on the brick wall until like they would get infected every time because you know the brick wall is dirty as fuck and like I still have like a little bit of scars on them they're not that bad but like if you look close you can notice and like my knuckles are a little bit darker than like the rest of my skin because you know, they were a scar at first. Now they're just, like, just colored different. And that's one way. Another way is, like, you can burn with a lighter or cut with a razor blade, but there's, like, other ways you can burn yourself, like hot water. Like, like one time I was making Top Ramen, and I wanted to, like, self-harm super badly, so I pretended that I accidentally spilt the, the, the cup of noodles on my hand and then I got blisters on my hand of course blisters get infected really easily by the way but other ways that people self-harm are glass um let's see hitting your head pulling hair out punching yourself um Some people even break their bones. Okay, that's pretty fucked up. Like, I never made it to that level. But, like, whoever does that, like, you're strong as fuck. Like, I would not have the guts to break my own bones. Like, damn. that That's sketchy. Like, I'm not gonna judge you for it, but that's sketchy as fuck. Other ways are just, like, you know, basically you could self-harm with anything. Like, if you really want to self-harm, you can... You can self-harm with anything. Like, I even, like, used, like, a stick before. I would use the cement. Like, I would literally use the ground to self-harm with. 
Like I rub my whole entire body with it so I can get scabs all over my body. Like try to rip off the skin. Like there's a lot of options you can do. And then, um, like there's just too many things. And I would say all of them, but literally you can't say all of them because there's just too many things you could do to self-harm. And that's one thing I just don't like is people asking me why I, like, like, are those self-harm scars? Like, like, I know they're self-harm scars and then they ask how I do it and then there's, like, I have to explain it. But honestly, like, um, I don't know. I'm kind of proud of them, low-key, but... At the same time, I'm kind of embarrassed about them, especially that I'm trying to go into the mental health field and do, like, psychiatry for adolescents. And right now, I'm working as a mental health support specialist at a residential. And, like, I was really nervous to show my uh, self-harm scars, especially when you're in a mental health environment and you're trying to treat people who are mentally, like, have mental disorders. Didn't want to say mentally ill. Um... Like, um, you know, you don't want to trigger people. It, it can trigger people really easily. Like, I gotta be honest, it can trigger you really easily. And that's just, like, I don't know, that's one reason. Another, um, another thing that I don't like that people say is, Oh my god, you're so pretty, why would you do this to yourself? And, like... They totally don't care when I have, like, wear long sleeves and pants. But then all of a sudden, when I take off, like, wear shorts and a t-shirt, they automatically don't, like, they don't see the prettiness anymore. They only see the scars. And so, like, one point about the scars is that, like, it teaches you that pretty people can also get sad. Like, you, just because, like you look good doesn't mean that your mental health is good. Like, when I was in the psych ward, there was plenty of, like, good-looking people. Like, they weren't, like, all, like, fucking ugly. Like, I've seen, like, like, there's just, your pain shouldn't be defined on how you look. Like, you shouldn't judge someone's, like, hardships by their presentation. Because they think, totally different of me when I wear, like, like, clothing that conceals all my scars. Like, and then once they see it, it's just, like, they treat me different. Or some people are really nice about it, which I really, like, appreciate. Like, I have a regular customer. I have another job. I have a regular customer, and, like, he actually, like, complimented it. Like, I was, like, damn, like, I've never gotten that, and, I mean, I've gotten people this, like, it's just so awkward, especially when you're, like, when the person asks you, like, what, how did you do it, it's, like, you don't want to, like, explain something that is just so, like, gruesome, like, it's, like, gross, it's not gross, but, like, it's very unsettling, and it's a really poor image. Like, it's a bad image that you want to... You don't want to put in other people's head. Like, 
it's some image that you want to keep to yourself. Like, you don't want to tell a story about it. And I'm kind of telling a story about it. Like, how I did it. I'm not sure if you guys did it in any other way. But I did it in as many possible ways as I could. So, like, if you did it, I probably did it, too. But I'm not trying to be cocky about it. I swear I say that in every thing. But, um, I just... Now I'm trying to cover, like, my scars with tattoos. Which, so far, I have covered my scars on my right arm in my left bicep, so that's nice, and, oh, and I also covered, not, I didn't really cover, but it's kind of a good distraction, it's a big tattoo on my right thigh, and I had a lot of scars on my right thigh, I think it would look dumb if I had it on my left thigh, like, on both sides, but I don't care, I, I, like, it's just one leg with scars, like, I don't know, it's not a big deal, like, see, I don't even, like, I'm not nervous about showing my scars, but at the same time, I'm not trying to show them. Like, like, if it's something professional, or, like, I'm meeting a new person, or, like, if I'm, like, I don't show them when they're fresh. I especially don't show them when they're fresh, because one thing that shows that you're probably at your most sensitive, like, part of your life right now, and you probably don't want people intruding your space about your mental health unless you ask for help. And a good way, like, just saying, like, it's a bad way to ask for help by showing your scars. Like, I understand it's a good way to show that you have an issue, but it's just better to speak up. Like, honestly, like, people don't, like, when people see your scars, it's either a hit hit or miss on, like, the perception of you. If they're brand new, like, like, they're bright pink, okay, and, like, you gotta think about this, before you hurt yourself, you gotta consider how long you have to hide it, because, like, the cuts on my, like, on my chest took, well, my cuts on my chest are a lot deeper, but that took it, like, four months, okay, it took a long time for it to turn white, and, like, my thighs turn, like, it'll take a minimum of a month, to make the scar white, okay? So you gotta, like, accept, like, before you're about to, like, self-harm, you gotta think about what you have, what is gonna happen after. Like, I know you wanna do it in the, like, in the moment, but you have to think it's gonna be a lot more stressful hiding it than being stressed because you're not cutting, Like, there's so many different ways you can self-harm, but not even self-harm. They're, like, self-harm replacements. Like, if you want to cut your wrist, like, an easy one. It's, like, the most, like, iconic way to, like, help with self-harm, which is get a rubber band and snap it on your wrist. And, like, like, if the rubber band is too small, then just keep on getting a thicker and thicker one until it hurts enough. And you can, like, slap it on any part of your, like, like, any part of your arm. Or, like, don't punch yourself because you're going to leave bruises. And, oh, here's one, plucking your hair. Especially in sensitive spots. Like, if you pluck your hair, it actually feels like a motherfucker. Like, sometimes it hurts more than cutting. Depending, like, I don't grow that much hair, but, like, 
like a good example if you want to self-harm why don't you just wax your leg like that's gonna hurt and like make the wax like hot but not until you like blister up or like something like that just like waxing that can do something or let's see I told you like in the last one about you can dunk your head in cold water like I don't I've never tried that one because I never wanted to get my like hair wet and I didn't want to get my face wet especially when I wear makeup but back then I didn't wear makeup because I was too depressed to put it on so actually I looked like a piece of shit I didn't even really brush my hair but surprisingly when I'm depressed I bathe more and I when I'm happier I bathe less I'm kind of like the most people are the opposite but also when you want to cut find like a find like first try to find a good environment that will kind of make you feel better like if you're alone why don't you hang out with someone if you have no friends or pets go on a walk like exercise is good and I know people don't want to exercise while they're depressed I didn't want to exercise when I was depressed but make like a new hobby or something like there's a lot of like just try to find a distraction that will is like a very strong distraction like it won't like it's easy to do and like it's easy to do while you're depressed and also it's very effective from providing like avoidance from self-harm like it's a really sensitive topic like self-harm is like very private and like honestly I haven't self-harmed in so long that I really don't give a shit about my scars anymore because like uh I gotta accept it at some point like I might as well accept it right now because I haven't cut in a while and you know they think that you have to cut when you're sad or like when you need a relief but you can be happy and want to cut like I am the best that I've ever been in probably like eight years maybe 10 years eight to 10 years and like I still think about cutting and I'm like happy it's like it can be an addiction like I'm addicted to it and you can like don't judge your intentions like don't judge don't judge other people's intentions for cutting just because they're sad because other people could just be addicted to it like I what made it worse for me is that I was sad and addicted to it and I was also hearing voices at the same time that were telling me to cut myself which that wasn't that was no bueno like no 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 bueno no mas See, I keep on pulling out the Spanish. Uh, You better bring me to Spain because I can translate for you. Anyways, like, (sighs) self-harm is just, don't worry too much about self-harm. Like, when you see the self-harm, don't judge them by, like, the self-harm. Judge them by how they're thinking, okay? Like, because self-harm is doesn't tell you what's going through their head because everybody's different like go ahead look on reddit like everybody's story about why they cut is different like 
there's different explanations and we all have different uh, like we have different intentions and that's why I don't like that like on like like official like credential papers about self-harm that I've read which I've read so many about it they're all wrong they're stupid as fuck they're all wrong don't listen to it honestly listen to reddit I know that's like really bad advice that's like saying go on wikipedia but honestly reddit is way better than looking at a research paper because they're actual stories like they're real stories on why people do it and it's not because like they hate themselves or sometimes they just they just want it's not because they're empty. It's just there's so many different reasons. Like, maybe my reason is different than, like, a majority of people's. Like, I just felt uncomfortable without cut- cutting. Kind of like someone... Like, someone... Um, fuck, I forgot. I tried on that one. Um... I turned on the air conditioning. I hope you don't hear it as much, but it it's hot again. I'm I'm in a I'm in a car again, you know. Uh I don't know why I keep on doing it in a car, but it's very silent in here. So honestly, just don't judge people by their self-harm and judge them by like their judge them by their words rather than their physicality. Okay? Like, don't, like, ignore the scars. Like, if you see the scars, like, one thing is, like, most people, when people ask, like, are you okay? Like, sometimes that's just, like, a trigger. Like, they'll break down. I break down when someone says that. Because, like, I'm not okay. And then, like, everything goes through my head and then I just start crying. And a lot of people are also like that. And... Instead of asking, are you okay, just try to have a conversation and look at what they're saying. Because, like, for example, when I was self-harming a lot, I was making jokes about depression all the time. And, like, my main topic was about depression and, like, what my life is going through and, like, all the shitty things that were happening to me. Like, I've had a lot of shitty things happen to me. I, I don't know what the fuck my fate is. But honestly, it better be a good fucking fate because I'm sacrificing a lot of shit for this. Like, I I feel like that's exactly... Like, try to have a conversation and break down and try to analyze what they're actually saying. Like, totally forget the scars. You know, the thing about self-harm, most of the time, their intentions is not to die. It's just... It makes... It changes their mindset. It may not even change their... Like, for me, it actually made me more depressed. But I was so in love with my sadness that that's why I didn't want to change. Because, like, I was... Like, like I had this emotional connection to my depression. Like, I've been surviving off of depression for so many years that, like, I don't know how to live without it. I'm not sure if any of you guys are about that. Like, I know a lot of people avoid being sad. But, like, when I get sad, I try to, like, embrace it. Like, a lot. Like, I know it's weird. Like, I miss being depressed sometimes. But, like, that's just how it goes for me. Like, I guess I'm in love with being sad. 
but I'm on like three pills that make me unable to be sad. So like if any, if you make me cry or you make me like sad or something, like you must have done something really fucked up because I'm on a mood stabilizer that helps with depression. I'm on a antipsychotic that helps with depression. I'm on a, um, antidepressant. I'm on, uh, what else? Oh, and then, and then I'm also on another thing. I don't know what, I don't want to say what meds I'm on, but I will say the categories. This one's like a replacement for a narcotic. It's really helpful. They give it out for like hospitals and it's like, it's not FDA approved to like work with bipolar disorder, but fuck it. Like it's working for me, so I might as well do it. And like. The message is just be safe and treat everyone the same, whether they got cuts or not. Just ignore it. Ignore the cuts and just talk to them like a person rather than a sickness. Because that's like the issue is that like people who have cuts and mental disorders, they see us as sick. They see us as our disorder rather than our like personality. Which I know our di- our disorders kind of change our personalities, but like we don't want to be like this. Like if we if we couldn't be like this, like we probably would. Besides me, like I feel like it's really helped me out. But um, like and when you're having an episode, like this is just we don't want this. Like if we didn't ha- need to cut then we wouldn't be doing it in the first place. Like, but we need to cut. Like, it's not because we want to cut. It's it's like a necessity for us to survive because that's like, it's our moment to be ourselves. And like, nobody can judge you. You just sit alone and you lacerate whatever you are. You burn yourself or you kind of overdose on pills, like where you're on the verge of overdosing, but you still feel fucked up. Like, that's also self-harm, like, we're, we just don't want to be ourselves anymore, and, like, cutting just makes us realize that this is it, like, this is my reality, like, it's kind of, like, accepting what you have, but, like, I know it's hard to stop, like, don't tell someone cutting to stop, like, how I stopped was, like, slowly, like decreasing how many I was how many cuts I was doing a day or how many burns like at some point like I did so I went to a hundred to 60 to 30 to 20 to 10 to 5 and then I haven't done it in a while I mean I probably will relapse at if I got to be realistic I will relapse and, like, I know that's okay. I am not being dangerous or anything. Like, I, my intentions are not to die. I know where, like, I know where it's unsafe to cut, where, like, it's fine. So, just, oh my god, I said that, uh, that was the last message, but this is, this is it. Like, that's all I wanted you guys to know about self-harm. And, yeah. Um... I'll make another podcast tomorrow, so I don't know what it's going to be about, but of course it's always going to be about mental health. So if you're interested, just keep on listening. Thanks. Bye.